everyone got one What's your opinion? This is the rare room Tongues won't be bitten Ain't no rules Just spill it And anybody can get it No limit We hit to kill it We tuning into the thrillers And no, ain't no stopping no. Any topic Even the random We get to win. I hope that you ready We entering in the zone soon We on a grown shit Welcome to the rare room That's it That's all I got to say Family, he is so fired right now <laughs> You know what happened last week? Fun? You know what happened last week? Can I get the intro? Out? And he and he got the nerve to put red vines on the table. <laughs> Nothing healthy. I thought I'd start the show by reminding that you continually to uh, you see what I'm talking about. Jeopardize. What's up, y'all? My health. <laughs> Hi, Welcome fam. to the screenwriters. Red mm-hmm. room. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we gonna go in with y'all mm-hmm. today. Look, <laughs> when we keep it street, mm-hmm. we keep it opinionated, and what? everybody say, "Well, we gonna do it." What? Two thousand and fifteen. Rick, you know how to say two thousand fifteen. Don't act like you can't spell account or some shit. I'm just thinking about the red vines. I think I can start <laughs> eating them. <laughs> so that was up. Um, on this show, we discuss entertainment, TV, film, music, culture, but our focus is always screenwriting, stories, craft. Shit like that. Yes. Ain't that cool? Yes. See my guest over here just nodding with me going, hey, Very yes. cool. cool. <laughs> <laughs> so y'all hear her. That's my girl, Lisa mm-hmm. B. Hey, got some good news. What you got? Where my money? Where my 10%? No, I'm just, I'm, I'll <laughs> save for the clapback, but it's like, okay. you know, I'm just letting you know. I'm excited. I've been waiting okay, on this good. news. Okay, good. It's good news. Okay. It's good news. <laughs> Did she just for turn the, into the fan, for, the, for the fandom. <laughs> it's for the fandom. It's good news. <laughs> <laughs> See y'all here That's the street notice over there Why we call you that mm-hmm. Because you know what When I need to bring it to you mm-hmm. I can bring it to you But what <laughs> and, you gonna do with it and Then what else But when I need to be academic And you know A little bit You know A little bit A little, a little highbrow You know I can give it to you too So okay. you know Alright Alright So that's her mm-hmm. Okay With yeah. all that yep. Let's get it in Alright <clears throat> So we got my man here today Alright My home I, I repeat a repeat? Offender. He just popped in, y'all. <laughs> he just came knocking on the door. You know, he just knocked on the door. Was like, yo, man, I need to say something right quick. He with us one more again. Yeah. I mean, we got we got other guests coming. Yes. But he going to come up here and bum rush the show. In. Okay. I actually I parked in front overnight. Did you? I just slept out there. Okay. I knew you did. <laughs> we got my man, Rick Reynolds, you guys, of Screenplay Festival. Mm-hmm. For those who don't know, let's tell the people what Screenplay Festival is. Screenplay Festival is a contest mm-hmm. started in 2002. Mm-hmm. We've been running since then. What makes wow. us kind of special, as you know, is we split things up by genre. They do. So it's action, Yay. adventure, comedy, like drama, family, mm-hmm. thriller, horror. Mm-hmm. So no one gets ignored because they write for a certain genre. <laughs> Thank you. And I'm going to tell you, I've been in Screenplay Festival two or three times, I think. And... Uh, it to me is my favorite competition. I'm a little biased because Rick is my cousin. Um, <laughs> shut up. <laughs> but, spiritually, spiritually, exactly. Cousin. We look just alike. We look just alike. He's a little Rick, just, Rick, Rick, Rick is just a little light skinned. I know all. he got the pretty eyes. Yeah, you know, he think he yeah, cute. he Creole. Stuff, he wanted them Creole I mean? ones. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Well, my hairstyle's from God, whereas I think yeah. yours is by choice. Oh my goodness. <laughs> no, okay. No, God said not right there, motherfucker. Not right there. Let's see. <laughs> So, um, so why are you here? What you got going on now? I'm here to talk to you about 100 Screenplays, which is our secondary contest we right. run. The deadline's in May, May 1st. Okay. And I wanted to come and talk to you and your listeners and let people know about a discount they can get just for listening to you. Ooh, we got oh, we love sounds like a commercial. Okay, it does. It's true. It's true. Well, that was the idea because we wanted to let you know know okay. about it. Mm-hmm. It's, this is the competition that we limit to 100 entries. 
So it improves people's chances of winning, mm. and we get the results out in mm. one month. Wow, in one month? Quick. One month. That's one quick. month. We announce it in one month. The wow. judges read, which is much nicer than screenplay. Now, what, what kind of judges you guys get for your competitions? Like what, you probably can't say who, but what, I can't what, say what who. kind of guys? There's more often managers, okay. people who work at management firms, mm-hmm. an agent or two, a couple of more accomplished writers. Mm-hmm. And sometimes we even let uh, civilians, sometimes civilians come to us. Why, Actually, why, why is that? Uh, you just trying to get friend, another side a, of it or what? Yeah, well, there's people who just love reading, and they say, okay. "Can I read?" Mm-hmm. And you mm-hmm. say, "All right, as long as as long as all the scores are evaluated fairly, mm-hmm. we just uh, we we let that grow." That's interesting. So That's May different. May first, May first, because you know some of y'all out there, y'all marking the calendar right now. You know, I shouldn't even say this because I'm the I'm the same way. I'll mark the date down, and I'll say I'll have like my my fake date. For due date is going to be like maybe five days ahead of time and then i start marching down. and of course you know two days beforehand i'm sitting there trying to hurry up and get the script together you know what i feel you people so i'm just gonna shut up because uh i realize that uh i'm one of those people who procrastinate yeah and see i'm the opposite i'm one of those guys i turn it in like day one you know which i probably should give some more time sometimes just just for the sake of an arc but i'll usually do well mm-hmm. in it. but because i got it like that but um shut up <laughs> my guest, my other guest over here, give me a look. He don't know. I'll fight you. I'll fight you on the air. Okay. <laughs> it is funny. Those last minute changes. I always yes. try to cancel people. Really, a page or two. Is that mm-hmm. going to make a difference? It's not. Of course. It could. Well, it could be it your is. best idea it ever. Depends. It depends. It, I mean, but think about it. As a writer, and you guys all can relate to this, as a writer, sometimes. You do a quick little polish on something. You change a line here or there. In your mind, you're going, now I know when they get to that part, they're going to be like, ooh. You know, it might be one little thing. But you, why you give me a look like you don't I'm not doing anything. I'm just sitting there. I am looking at me like I'm sure. I am being focused. No, I'm being an active listener. (laughs) I am sitting here and I'm listening. In my mind, I'm going, you so wrong. You should have had that shit ready to go from jump. I know who you fooling. You're going to change one or two lines like it's going to make it. Oh, In no. my mind, I'm thinking that. But I'm right saying, now, I'm actively listening. I'm being positive. Clarity. Go ahead. Can I clarify? Go ahead. Clarify. For the kids? Go ahead and clarify for the youngins. You Go ahead. Go ahead. I, I'm I've an active listener. Clara, to be clear, mm-hmm. what I'm talking about is when you, I wasn't talking about for the competition. Mm-hmm. I said, as a writer, when you do a quick polish on your script and you just change a line here, a moment in the action here, you feel like it's better. So that when the reader reads it, we both read for lots of different people in competitions. When I read something and I know that I've made my fixes, I'm like, okay, now when I give this to Lisa, she's going to be like, okay, when you got to that part, that was a shit. Because I adjusted something. That's all I'm saying, bitch. Don't be looking at me crazy. I'm not saying it. I'm being Why? an active. She's still looking at this me like, is a new wrong. Po- this is the new improved Lisa. <laughs> I am the active listener, positive too positive, Lisa. I don't like that. Bit. I'm not. <laughs> She's all ears I, now. You know, I'm the, okay. I'll bring back the the shot glasses and <laughs> she, my I, cognac. She's saying all this while she got a public enemy shirt on. Okay. Uh-huh. What up, Chuck D? I love Chuck. That's my cousin. Mm-hmm. Um, so let me just say something really quick. <clears throat> First of all, all you listeners, make sure you guys go on. Let's give them the website. What is it? It's 100screenplays.com. It's 100screenplays.com. Okay. And that, that's affiliated with Screenplay Festival. It is. Okay. <clears throat> it piggybacks off screenplayfestival.com. Okay. So I have to do a quick little plug. So um, we haven't done it in a minute, but sometimes we do a little segment we call the Don't Sleep On Them segment, mm-hmm. which I got to get you guys involved in at some point, right. <clears throat> where we bring on a young writer 
or sometimes like a writer will send us like a page or two, like usually like a quick like opening scene right. or a cool action moment in the script, and <clears throat> we'll read the scene and then we'll dissect and talk about what we liked and how it worked so that people can learn, like here are the type of things that we as readers are looking for, right? So um, I, when, when we had Rick on last year, I offered him, whenever he has a competition, send me the finalists or like the winners. I think I said the winners and like the honorable mention winners. <clears throat> and um, they could send me a log line if I like it, you know, send me the script or the first page or so. And I'll, I did, so I think I did about three or four people last year. Yeah, definitely. And um, one of them that I wanted to talk about, um, a little plug I want to give, <clears throat> especially since we're talking to you at Screenplay Festival, is Bruce Rose. And he's a crime thriller writer. And he wrote the script called Torn. And it made it to the blacklist. Oh, good. Yeah, and it ranked him on the top 25 on the list. Um, uh, remains on the real-time top list and among the overall top uploaded scripts um, list year to date. Nice. <clears throat> yeah, and he just signed with Vertigo Management. Shut and, up. Yeah. Congratulations, yeah. man. Yeah. Congratulations. Huh? Yeah, congrats, Bruce. That's what's up. Aww. So I want to give you a little shout-out on that. And so you see, it can happen. So, you mm -hmm. know, I think he said he's going to do the 100 screenplays, too, just to... You know, oh, he's just gonna he be greedy. Should. Why not? He's gonna be greedy and just Why take not? them all. Okay. You know, you need, here's the thing. Here's the thing. We talked about this on my on your podcast. And this is for you guys too. And we we have some other guests over here. We're gonna introduce them in a moment. <clears throat> um, Lisa and I still every once in a while will submit to one of the big competitions. And the reason we do it is not because like we need to be doing it to win the money or whatever. It's more so about you need something up under your script. It's like, oh, I won Screenplay Festival. You know what I mean? Oh, I won the 100 screenplays. I, I was a finalist, whatever. Now it's not just a script anymore. It's something with some legs up under it. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> so that's why I always encourage writers um, to submit to certain competitions because you need something up under it. Somebody validated your script. You know what I mean? It's not just, you know, how are you going to get some agent to read your script without having something up under it? So anyway, that's what's up. Definitely works that way. It's true. I mean, I'm an example of that. You know, I, I probably have won over 14 competitions, but it helps me to be able to say that, you know, oh, this was a finalist or this won in this particular competition because then it gets the interest. And the other thing is that you get the list. Like, he sends me the emails of all the people who won. You know what I mean? Everybody who has a big pr production company and um, agencies and managers and everything, <clears throat> everybody gets the list of the finalists mm -hmm. and above. So you want to be on the list. You know what I mean? So, and it's also good too if you're like writing in a, a different genre that you've never written before. I remember I did Blue Cat with one of my scripts because it was like something I never normally write, mm -hmm. but I was like kind of stretching my little arms and legs and kind of getting in there. And I thought, well, let me just put in a competition just to see where it goes. Sure. It's something that you know I normally don't write, but I want to say, hey, my isn't any good. You know, I can mm -hmm. get my my beta readers and stuff to do it, but I thought let's just see what happens. Sure. And I think it was like in the top twenty percent of like Blue Cat, and I thought, okay, mm -hmm. I didn't do too bad on that, so maybe mm -hmm. that's something I can. I can think about writing other yeah, and, scripts, too. And, and that's the other thing that's cool about the competitions is that they can be an exercise for you as a writer to see where you are. You know, you got 700, 1,000 people submitting to certain competitions. Did I make it to the quarterfinals? Did I make it to the semis? You know what I mean? Now you know, okay, it still needs this much more work. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So that's my thought. And also for me, it's just having a deadline. Like, yeah. I like having deadlines. Mm -hmm. And if I have something to shoot for... You know, it just makes me accountable to like, all right, I need to get this shit done. Absolutely. It's coming up in two months. 
what you doing, girl? And it's like sometimes you just have to do competitions. It's with, even when I do my own writing for my fiction writing and stuff, mm-hmm. a lot of times there are different anthologies that come up and they hit up writers like, hey, here's mm-hmm. a submission, you know, do that. And a lot of times it might not be an anthology I'm really, really interested in being in, but mm-hmm. I want to have that deadline and just to see if I can do it. Yeah, you it's know? about testing yeah. yourself, you know what I mean? So thanks, Rick. We appreciate having you. I get the hell out. Pleasure. <laughs> let's just let's just I say that if no, they want to get Rick. that discount, they can go to your yes. website and okay. uh, you'll have a link. Okay. I could read it off right now, but it's yeah, kind of it. long. Yes. Oh, oh, never mind. Don't don't do it. Yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll send it out. Um, <laughs> Excellent. Yeah, but uh, but yeah, I'll, I'll say something at the end. Then um, if you guys want to get a discount on uh, 100 screenplays, you know, um, I'll probably. Post a link somewhere, maybe on Twitter or something. I'll let you guys know. What's and going. please do that because, like I said, this is one of the few screenplay competitions where genre is really appreciated, and mm-hmm. they're really reaching out. Because many, I'm telling you, many competitions, there are some phenomenal scripts, mm-hmm. but the bias is out there, yeah. you know. And sometimes it's just nice to have a category that's just specific for what you're writing, Absolutely. so that people really appreciate what you're doing in that particular style, mm-hmm. as compared to like a drama and a horror script. Like yeah. a horror script can be, I'm going to tell you. Some horror scripts are way better than some drama scripts. Oh, God, yeah. But because there's that <laughs> stigma of like, mm-hmm. what is literary and what mm-hmm. is very good, a lot of times, a lot of really great scripts, comedy scripts, action scripts, they just get overlooked because Absolutely. they're just seen as tentpole. So that's why I love this competition. So mm-hmm. please do it. May 1st. Don't be bullshitting people. Yeah, just May say 1st. the website one more time for me. 100screenplays.com. 100screenplays. Cool. That's what's up. Thank awesome. you, Rick. It was a pleasure. I'm going to grab a red vine now. <laughs> <laughs> just, just, just make me feel really bad, Rick. Go ahead. Right. And we're back, you guys. This time, <laughs> here with our guests who were, who were coming on. Of course, Rick Reynolds just had to like pop in and just interrupt us all rudely and stuff, you know. Anyway. Get so in we, that contest, y'all. You know Get what in I'm that contest. Exactly. <clears throat> so we got two partners here today, you guys. My man, Jameson. God damn it, you just said it. What was it? Shaylees. Shaylees. Yeah, Chirilis. Um, no, spell it for the audience so they know. So yeah, they spell it to the kids. It is C H E R I L U S. Shaylees. Shaylees. That's cute. That's I like awesome. that. Writer, actor, mm-hmm. right? Yes. That's what's up. And then we got my girl, his partner, Ashley Willis, writer, producer, director. Looking all cute. I see you. These hyphenates in you know the world. Yes. You know, they 19 years old with all kind of hyphenates. Okay. Shit ain't that a bitch. <laughs> they ain't even grown. Okay. Still got their thumb in the mouth okay. and shit. Look at <laughs> How you doing, girl? I'm doing well. How's everybody doing? Very we're good. good. We're good. Pleasure to have you guys. Thank you. Thank we appreciate you. it. Pleasure to be here. Thank you. So what we're going to do today is they have a new um, web series that's dropping on Wednesday. This will drop a week after it drops. Okay. However... For the kids, <laughs> y'all motherfuckers need to know. Um, um, I want to spend a lot of time talking about that, how you guys made it, developed it, and all that stuff like that. But let's just go back. Since you have the mic, mm-hmm. let's just tell a little piece on where you're from, how you got into the game, and then we'll pass it to you, and then we'll talk about what you guys are doing now. Cool? Yeah, no problem. Um, as you said, my name is Ashley Willis. I'm from a small town, small city, Niles, Michigan. Uh, I went to University of Michigan, uh, studied there for five years, 2008, 2013. Okay. Um, I majored in screen arts and cultures, which is film, um, sub-concentration and screenwriting, creative writing, and minor in Spanish. 
Um, I was in the um, screenwriting program there, which is a merit-based program. It's very selective, hard to get into. Mm-hmm. Um, luckily, I, you know, I was able to get into it. Um, so means you had some, you had some great talent. Yeah, did you there. have to submit something to get in? There yeah. Um, well, it, it works. It's kind of weird because they have you on a track, mm-hmm. and once you get to a certain class, um, that's where they start making their selections. Okay. And so only six students are chosen. I'm out of the entire program. Wow. She's and smart so, and shit. Like, wow. She thinks she's cute. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> I try to be. <laughs> so far. So okay. <laughs> no, but um, it, it was cool, though. Um, so, like, luckily I got into that. And, yeah, ever since then, i just, you know, been writing, writing. I've always written all my life. And it's always been some kind of escape for me and kind mm-hmm. of, you know, just brought me out of where I'm from. I've always mm-hmm. been, like, one of the only black kids growing up. So, yeah. you oh, know, until so I go into middle school mm-hmm. and then it's like, oh, and then there's a whole bunch of other black kids and you're not with that crowd, but then you're not with this crowd. So, you know, mm-hmm. it, it was always an escape and it was always mm-hmm. nice. Um, and then, yeah, I just came out here to L.A. in the fall of 2013 after I graduated. Okay. Um, and, yeah, I just came out here and just been doing internships, PA work, and music videos, short mm-hmm. things like that. Learning. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, Learning. Not so long, yeah. And, yeah. It's different yeah, yeah. taking all that theory than mm-hmm. it is to actually be on the set. Yeah, it's And you'd be like, so nobody taught me this shit. Exactly, yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, you, you, yeah, you learn as you go. Uh-huh. You learn as you go. And the people you meet on the way, you mm-hmm. know, a blessing or a lesson type of thing. So, mm-hmm. luckily, a lot of people have been blessing. So. Absolutely. Yeah. Before you go in, let me just say something really quick. So I met these two, was it last week? Last week. Yeah, last week. So I met the Writers Guild, and um, we, we had the education committee. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> and myself and, and Luther Mace, shout out to him, we read one of his scripts, badass, when Bill Todd was on. Oh, yes, badass yes, yes, script. yes. So we were in the education committee, <clears throat> and they were having the LGBT, can I say it, Yaku? Mm-hmm. We were, they were having the LGBT I can't even say the damn word. LGBT. They were having a gay committee. They just changed the name. Mm-hmm. So that's why it's not working with me. Mm-hmm. Um, so we're like, well, let's pop up and say hi to them because we usually go to that meeting. Mm-hmm. So we go upstairs, and they're in there talking to um, Christian, one of the guys from the diversity program. And um, so he introduced us, and we sat there for like 40 minutes <laughs> going in, okay. just talking about everything. And um, so I just had to preface that because I do want to talk about that again at some point. Yes. Um, so that's where I met them at. I just love their energy. You know me. I always love the kids. Yes. You know, especially people who I feel like are doing something positive mm-hmm. and have another um, viewpoint mm-hmm. on it and are that age and are comfortable with their sexuality. Right. You know, right. And, and I think that's important. It's huge. Because yes. now, I mean, it's, it's, it's amazing now that so many projects and films and comic books and things are coming mm-hmm. out and just embracing everybody. Absolutely. You know, people who've been marginalized for years, it's like, you guys are missing out on some fantastic mm-hmm. stories mm-hmm. because of your own personal bullshit. Absolutely. You know what I'm saying? Absolutely. So it's like when I see it, it's like, oh my God, it's so exciting because I think it frees them. I mean, mm-hmm. there's so many people who aren't allowed to be who they need to be. Absolutely. So I'm so excited when I see this. Like, child, get out there and tell them stories because guess what <laughs> I need to hear that story too I need to hear what you got to say alright everyone has a story yes very important yes so I just had to interrupt that so mm-hmm. Jameson what about you what's your story so I'm from Bridgeport Connecticut East Coast okay um, I went to Quinnipiac University which Ooh. is in Quinnipiac yeah it's a native. Uh, Coney yeah. It's native. He said he went to Coney He yep. did not say <laughs> that. All right, drink, native, na- na- native ham. Don't know. listen to Hilliard. Quinnipiac or QU. So, mm-hmm. yeah, in Hamden, Connecticut. And um, I've always wanted to work in entertainment. So, okay. when I was younger, I was like writing in my bedroom. Instead of going outside to play with the other kids, I was like in my room writing. Um, oh, God. I love that. 
yeah. nerd. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> I am a nerd. <laughs> we all are nerds. Yeah. Okay. We all are nerds. <laughs> um, so, yeah, so I went to Quinnipiac, and just to fast forward, my senior year, um, the university sponsored me to go to um, a Nobel Peace Prize conference. Oh, wow. Okay. Um, and I felt like that was their way of saying thank you for all the great things that you've done for the university. Mm-hmm. So I went and I specifically went because Sean Penn was getting an award for his work in Haiti. Mm-hmm. And oh. my family's from Haiti. I'm Haitian. Uh-oh. Yeah. The Black Pearl of the World? Are you kidding me? Yes. Oh, my God. If it wasn't for Haitians, mm-hmm. black Hello. people, we'd probably still be slaves right now. So shout out to Haitian yeah, folk. Shout out one time. Okay. <laughs> Go ahead now. So so, no, um, I really like him now. It's like, ooh, <laughs> he's special, special people. So during that process, I met Sean Penn. Um, and more importantly, I met this woman named Maura Boxbaum. Okay. Maura is the president of IDPR. And IDPR is a publicity firm here in Los Angeles. And okay. they also have offices elsewhere. But they represent some of the most top A-listers. Mm. In Hollywood. Okay. So long story short, I exchanged contacts with Maura and I said, please stay in touch. Um, After graduating, I was looking for a job. I was supposed to be working at Google. That didn't work out. And I reached out to her and I was like, hey, I really want to work in entertainment. And I think a good way to get in would be to learn the business. Do you know anyone at the agencies? Okay. Now, first of all, let me interrupt them right there. Do you see the game? Yeah, I see the bold. The, the but yeah. like this, like you know, it's like you make that contact, mm-hmm. keep in touch, follow through, follow through, and yes. said, "Hey, I want to yeah. do this. This didn't work out. Mm-hmm. What can you know? What?" And so many people are afraid to do that. Like they oh, meet right. somebody and they're afraid. Well, I don't want to bother them. I don't want to be in. Mm-hmm. Bitch, you better call. Mm-hmm. They gave you the number and information. So okay. continue. I just want to make sure we yeah. people see that. Like that's he had some follow game. through. Yeah. yeah, following up is so important. So long story short, she introduced me to um, a few people at WME and CAA. And obviously, I decided Them to... little small agencies. You know, just some little, you know, little boutique people. You know, so I credit with Mara for making the introductions. But at the end of the day, you have to, like, step up your game and get yourself that job. So, you got to sell you. Know, you. Yeah, mm-hmm. exactly. So mm-hmm. during the interview process, um, CA ended up, you know, making an offer. And I took an assistant position there, worked there for a year. And during that process, I realized... Hmm. Okay, okay, hold on. We got to talk about that just a little bit. Yeah. What's that like? I'm sure you get that all the time. <laughs> yeah. What's that like working at a big agency like that? You know what I mean? Coming in as an assistant with all those, you know, the biggest agency in the world. Um, it's amazing. Yeah. It was literally such an incredible um, year. And I was fortunate enough to have two senior marketing um, executives um, as my boss, Sandy okay. Kang and Matt Rotondo. Um, so, so when you go in, mm-hmm. you don't you don't have any say on what department you want to. Let's say you want to be a writer. They were like, "There's an opening in the marketing department. You want the job?" And you were like, "Yes, motherfucker, I want the job." <laughs> Let me back up a little bit. So, so at the agency, there's this thing called floaters, or you could get hired to be a floater. So you okay. go and shadow like different departments. Mm-hmm. I was floating for Matt and Sandy, and did such an incredible job. And they made an offer with um, within 26 days. Oh, shut so I was a floater up! Floater for 26 days, and then. And then you float, and then yeah, you float it on. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, stop playing. You okay. Know? You don't want to get trapped in the floater pool. Okay. So, um, yeah, so I was fortunate. You know, I didn't study marketing. I was a mm. political science major in college, but okay. I oh, but wait, something. but wait. Mm-hmm. 
that is a type of marketing, though, when you're doing political yeah. science, yes. because you have to be able to sell what you what your belief systems are and no, what you're trying to push. So you, even though you say you're not marketing, yeah. I think you had the skills. Well, you know, a lot of people, I think, in college right now, I was like, oh, I'm a marketing major, so therefore, when I graduate, I need to get a marketing job. Right, you know? right. I was a, my view, you know, I was a political science major, liberal arts, mm-hmm. and I just graduated knowing that I could do anything I wanted exactly. to do. Exactly. Okay. Um, yeah, so working at the agency was incredible, um, but I just knew it wasn't for me. Hmm. Um, and I was able to have these honest, difficult, but honest conversation with my bosses. Mm-hmm. And I was like, well, you know, go pursue your dreams. Yeah. Go do what you really want to so do. So it wasn't even about going to another department. It, yeah, it was about, It was about getting out. Yeah. <laughs> and see, the thing is, and that's pretty brave because most people would be like, well, I'm here. So I'm going to stick with it. I got, mm-hmm. And you know how some of us are, mm-hmm. especially as black folks. Like, well, I got a job. I'm getting benefits and I'm doing this. And we're scared <laughs> to like leave that, you mm-hmm. know. And the fact that at such a young age, you were like, you knew right away, this isn't for me. But you didn't stay there. Yeah. You were brave enough to say, you know what? I'm going to step out faith and go out there and do what I need to do. And so many people aren't, they won't do that. And that was recently, right? Yes. Yeah, I left um, and by left, it was more like, okay, it's time to go. You went He was like collecting stuff in the box. I haven't had the meeting yet. It's like, yeah, I'm going to put this over here and start cleaning this up over here. You know, it was definitely time to go, but yeah, last year. So, yeah. Okay. So yeah, that's that's the agency. I say work the building, you know. Yeah, yeah. There's like 400 assistants, if not more. Wow, you are gotta, you kidding me? Yeah, you got to work that building. Yeah. You know? Wow, how do you ever mm-hmm. move up with 400 motherfuckers in? Yeah. You got to stab. You got to stab. You got to stab some people, probably. So, yeah. Like, hey. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, assistants are gatekeepers, so you should be reaching yeah. out to other assistants yes. and learning the business. Mm-hmm. And but it has to be authentic. You have to be real. It has to be yeah. genuine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, so yeah. Right. Cool. That's what's up. Yeah. Interesting. So. How did you guys meet? So after leaving CA, I took a serving position here in LA, mm-hmm. and I met um, Ashley, and we just hit it off right away. I was like, I have this concept, this project I'm working on, and you know, she's a great writer, great director. I was mm-hmm. like, let's do it. You know, mm-hmm. so many people here in LA they talk about what they want to do. <laughs> do we talk about that mm-hmm. shit all the time? <laughs> I'm, you know, my word, mm-hmm. the one word I'm known for probably is execute. Okay, mm-hmm. just execute. Let's I get like it done. you already. Yeah. You know? yeah. yeah. So that's what's that. Yeah, and that's like what four months later. Now we have this. <laughs> okay, uh, let's talk, well, let's 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 get into it. Let's talk about um, um, your show. Let's yeah. talk about what you get, uh, the B team. Yes. So how did this? How did it all come about? And what is it? So the B team is basically a web series that follows our main character and his friends as mm-hmm. they um, navigate life after college. You okay. know, so it's focusing on the intersections of like race, sexuality, um, being a young professional. But more importantly, it's like, how do you stay authentic and real in a city like L.A.? Right. Exactly. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. one of the things my older brother told me before I flew out um, from JFK, he looked at me, he's like, Jay, just promise me you won't lose your integrity. Mm-hmm. And I feel like it's so easy in a city like this. Oh, fuck mm-hmm. yeah. Beautiful people. Yes. You know, access to things that you normally wouldn't have mm-hmm. access to. Mm-hmm. Um, it's so Jamie's easy. Out there getting <laughs> it all the time. Okay, okay. Yeah, I turned up a little bit. No. Okay. <laughs> no, all at the parties okay. and stuff. Yeah. I got the video. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> but it's so easy to forget who you are and yeah. how you were raised. Mm-hmm. Um, so essentially, um, the B team, when I was creating this show, it's like the B stands for. Um, the three most important influences in my life, I feel like. Hmm. Um, so B being, you know, Bridgeport, Connecticut, where okay. I came from. 
mm-hmm. you know, lower middle class, um, you know, blackness. When mm-hmm. you, my thesis in college focused on race. And the, the third and final B um, stands for bisexuality. Mm-hmm. Okay. It's like our culture needs to be more open-minded. Mm-hmm. And I feel like we could do so much more for the LGBT community if we just, you know, approach it with an open mind. So mm-hmm. those were the three Bs. I um, love that. Yeah, the B team. Those intersections. I love yeah. that. And what about you? As far as well, you got like mm-hmm. coming up with the story and how your 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 role in it. Honestly, instance. like the story was mostly you know Jameson his idea. He mm-hmm. created it, and then he came to me about it, and I I loved it. Like I was like the concept is interesting. I think like everyone to some extent can relate to all those bees in some mm-hmm. way. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Whether you're bisexual or not, whether you're black or not, whether mm-hmm. you're from Connecticut or East Coast or not. Mm-hmm. Um, so for me, it was just like, oh, of course I can relate to blackness and things. So mm-hmm. it was cool. I mean, all right after bed, I was down to do it. You know, helping him with the script, reading the scripts and stuff like that, and taking the visual, his visual, our visual, mm-hmm. and you know, bringing it to life. You know, and the fact he had confidence in me to do it was awesome. So how did you guys make this happen? You guys met four months ago. Oh no, no, we met like. Almost a year ago now. Oh, oh, yeah. oh that was back yeah, then. Yeah. Okay, no, got yeah, it. Yeah. Got mm-hmm. it. So, Ashley and I, we met in April of 2014. Okay. Um, so, you still were at CAA at the time? I had just left. Oh, okay. I had just left. Oh, it was last year. Yeah. Got mm-hmm. it. Got mm-hmm. it. And then, um, I, you know, we had the script. I sent it to her. Man, let me tell you. When I think of Ashley, you kind of tear up a little bit because Go it's ahead, so... She is such a genuine human being. Mm-hmm. Like no one has done for me. Was uh, it's all right. It's all right, <laughs> man. All right. Mm-hmm. She's. It's just. Um. It's really. It's they really beautiful. Cry, okay. It's mm-hmm. really a beautiful thing when you meet mm-hmm. genuine people who get you. Yeah. yeah. And who that get was, you? And that was Ashley. That's yeah. What's up. You made me cry now. <laughs> <laughs> we all need it. Ah. No, because when you, because when you want to be, it, no, 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 don't be embarrassed. Because it's when you, it's yeah, like when you're be. being your authentic self, and then you see somebody who sees you. Mm-hmm. I mean, people don't realize what a blessing that is. You know, mm-hmm. me and you have been through it. Like oh, you yeah. know who you really are, but mm-hmm. sometimes we have to like play these roles because we have to like please so many people, whether yes. it's our parents, society, and especially with black people and yes. black culture. Wherever it doesn't matter where you're black. And on the planet, there's mm-hmm. like these expectations of, of who we are mm-hmm. and what people expect from us. And mm-hmm. when sometimes when you step outside the bold and you're trying to get your shine on, there's not a lot of support. And a Absolutely. lot of times you don't get to see people, you know, who see you for who you are. Absolutely. So don't ever be ashamed of what you're feeling because I feel it too. Mm-hmm. It's like when I'm writing things or when I'm doing the show and I'm trying to get things out there. You know, I'm an old head. I'm not that old, though. <laughs> but I understand. <laughs> but no, no. But I understand. And I think it's our job, especially mm-hmm. for us, uh, mm-hmm. Hilliard, for doing the show, is when we see our young babies coming up, you know, uh, we got to be the ones that got their back. We got to be the linebackers for Absolutely. them so they can get across that touchdown. Absolutely. So, you know, Jameson, don't, don't ever be ashamed of that because we've been fighting for that for so long. Yeah. And especially mm-hmm. in the black community, especially with a lot of us who in our queer families and mm-hmm. our, in our communities, mm-hmm. you know, and a lot of times people, it's going on right now when we talk about the stuff that's going on with police brutality, mm-hmm. the people who are really pushing stuff to the forefront. And we've always, they've always done this. Mm-hmm. have been our queer people, mm-hmm. our people who have been bisexual, transgender. Mm-hmm. Those people are the ones that who know what it's like to take the brunt of something. And they're the main vocal people who come out and just do so much stuff. Sure, sure. And a lot of times because of a lot of BS and a lot of 
a lot of stuff that's that's that people don't understand they're afraid of a lot of times they don't get the respect they deserve sure. and it to be authentic because some of our heroes come on now james baldwin mm-hmm. come on now some of our people who've been there from bayard rustin mm-hmm. you know it's so many women men so please baby don't ever be ashamed of being authentic because we need that because you don't know that web series you guys are doing you might save somebody's life somebody needs to see that and mm-hmm. guess what you were put here to do that so the fact that yeah. you guys met and then she saw you for who you are that's meant to be, baby. So please bring it, Absolutely. bring it. Absolutely, that's good. Mm-hmm. I just want to say one one thing about the web show. So um, <laughs> one thing about the web show um, is that I'm not pushing an agenda, right? Mm-hmm. So like, I don't want people to think, oh, well, the B team is just about you know bisexuality. No, it's about showing. You know, I think Shonda Rhimes said this like a few weeks ago. It's about making television, be it you know on the web or film, whatever. Just making, normalizing what we see, you know, on television, web content. You know, so I'm not pushing an agenda here. I just want to show people different experiences. You're telling a new story. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. it's a well, comedy you know drama. It's a new voice, a new story. Is, um, first of all, we, we changed the gay and lesbian committee at the Writers Guild to the LGBT LG, I can never fucking say it. LGBT committee, city committee, because because another young bisexual woman came in. Shout out to Chelsea. Um, I'm gonna have her on the show. She's mm-hmm. great. Um, really like empowered, strong-minded woman um, who came in first time, never been into any of our meetings, and said, "So I have a question." Uh, why the hell is this called the gay and lesbian community and not the LGBT? She wanted the Q at it, though. Mm-hmm. We, we had a fight about should it be Q? Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, because we're like, what yeah. the fuck is Q? Mm-hmm. You know, we're all a bunch of old heads. Mm-hmm. We're like, what do you mean Q? So I'm fascinated by you guys. I'm assuming you guys are in your 20s um, who are so open and strong about their viewpoint today. Mm-hmm. Then I've always been openly gay in my opinion i mean although i dated girls until i was 20 years old which i thought i was bisexual but i knew what the fuck i really was it was just me pretending some shit but um <laughs> shut up <laughs> there's some mad women out there like you. this negro <laughs> nobody asked you ask me. <laughs> but but i am fascinated with you kids today empowering being being open being comfortable with who you are today so when i met you guys at that age and you guys went to your first meeting and i was like okay i gotta talk to these kids Mm -hmm. and they were like oh we love who we are you know what Mm -hmm. i mean i could just feel it Mm -hmm. you know what i mean go ahead something i just want to say is that um i took a course uh junior year in college it was like a philosophy course and we had to do a service learning so i went and volunteered at AIDS project new haven there's okay. actually an AIDS project um los angeles here mm-hmm. and i think that experience really changed my life is you know meeting people you know some of a co- some people of color and you know some white people it's just i feel like there's an ep- epidemic going on right now mm-hmm. and we are not talking about it mm-hmm. and i was like why is that mm-hmm. you know there's so many men of color I think it's on the CDC's website where, you know, people of color, men, they go men who sleep with men, whatever. Guys who sleep with guys of color, 2%, but they have like, uh, we have the highest HIV contraction rate. Yeah. And no one's talking about mm-hmm. that. Mm-hmm. 
It's like, why, why is that? Mm -hmm. As a culture, we're so ashamed. You know, we, we tell our young boys, you have to be a man, you have to be a man, you have to be a man. And we shame them to stay in the closet. Mm -hmm. I was like, no, I want, and, and, and one thing I want to say, it's not about coming out. It's mm -hmm. about inviting in. Exactly. It's never been about coming up. out. Right. So, right. You're so mature for like a 19 year Okay. <laughs> it's like these babies, like, you know what? We might as well just retire right now. Yeah. Yeah. 89, baby. 89. <laughs> That's hilarious. Um, so you guys were over at the Writers Guild the other day. So let's talk about something because I want the kids to learn. So um, – they came in and we started, so I asked them, I said, oh, so you guys in the guild? And they said, no, we were considering coming in. So tell me that story, you can, either one of you, tell me that story and how you guys, I guess you talked to Terry, and Terry oh, invited yeah. you guys to come to the LGBT community. Yeah, big shout out to Terry Lopez, for yeah, sure. No doubt. She's been so helpful, and so instrumental, yeah, exactly, mm -hmm. and everything yeah, she's that like we've done. She's like my sister. I love her. Yeah, yeah up to yeah. this point, you know, mm -hmm. from events, you know, mm -hmm. putting us on her emailing list. And mm -hmm. we met with her, like, once we met her. Yeah, Chateau, Chateau Mamont for okay. an event. And mm -hmm. since then, she just gave us her, car her card and was like, just contact me. And from there, she's just been plugging mm -hmm. for us, like, okay. everywhere, you know. Mm -hmm. and, and she's been putting us on committee meetings we can go mm -hmm. to. And we're not even in the guild, you mm -hmm. know. So, mm -hmm. not yet. So, not yet. <laughs> well, not that, yet. That's yeah. what I wanted to get into because mm -hmm. we were talking the other day. This, this is where we went in. We did. Mm -hmm. We went in because I said... So you guys made a web series. I said, so why didn't you make it Writers Guild? So let's talk about that. Uh, on the air, let's just spill it, you know, because a lot of people are considering doing it and a lot of people aren't. So let's talk about what your reasons are for where, what you decided to do or not to do. Well, you know, to be honest, I just wrote a few episodes. Um, I wasn't thinking in that moment. I wasn't thinking as big, like, oh, let me sure. get you know a writer from the guild to you know come on board. It wasn't until recently where I no, 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 no. I was talking about where j just so the kids know. Yeah. Let me just back up a little yeah, bit. Go ahead. Um, if you write a web series and you produce it, um, you can make your company be signatory to the Writers Guild yes. now in the new media yes. mm -hmm. contracts. So you can start getting points to becoming in the Writers, writers Guild, guild yeah. and you can literally. There's probably seven or eight people in, that I know in different um, – I'm on three different committees mm -hmm. who got in from their web series. Yep. So I'm like, well, what the fuck are y'all doing? Get well, in. Well, you know what I mean? Go ahead. Yes. So right now I am you know, doing more research. I'm continuing that discussion with okay. the people over there. So it's going to happen. It's just a matter of like just timing and when. So okay. um, I want it to happen. But well, I, well, let's tell the people, what, what are they asking you for – to do so if you, you want to if you want to become a writer's guild signatory with your company for a web series what do you need to do um you need to send over the documents that prove that you have um a production company it's mm -hmm. in good standing it's registered with the um you know state of california and all that good mm -hmm. stuff um it's really simple actually mm -hmm. it's just sending over a few legal and financial documents okay. and um they review it and if you meet their um requirements I'm still like researching and reading, okay. but if you meet their requirements, um, yeah, I guess you, you know. What about, what right? about, because what most people worry about is, you know, well, usually a writer's guild fee is a certain amount of money. So what did you learn I about that? I specifically asked. I was like, yo, I was like, do I have to pay for this? I was like, is there money associated with trying to become signatory? And um, the, the response was no. Mm -hmm. So money should not be an issue. It shouldn't um, discourage people from trying to go getting their production company to become mm -hmm. signatory because there's no fee associated with that. Yeah. But, um, yeah, so let's just... 
Because we, we were talking about, and I, I just think this is important. I'm not putting you guys on the spot. Mm-hmm. I'm just, I'm, I talk about things so that people learn things. Yeah. Somebody out there listening to this is making a web series, mm-hmm. and here's you guys have the opportunity, and it's going, why the fuck didn't they do it? Yeah. Right? If I would have known that, I would have did it. So let's talk about things about, like, what would keep you from not doing Because you had asked me, well, will it allow me to still... I, I believe, I yes. I'm paraphrasing, but I thought you said, well, it still allowed me to do, you know, because I'm making small projects, yeah. would allow me to, whatever. Go ahead. The, the whole thing about new media mm-hmm. is that, um, well, first off, you need someone, it's my understanding that you need someone that's um, a SAG actor mm-hmm. to be a part of your project. Right now, we have SAG eligible actors. Oh, okay. So we don't have anyone that's, you know, in SAG. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, it won't be hard to find an actor to help start the new media process. Mm-hmm. But the also, um, the other thing that we thought was limiting was that I think we read online and said, okay, once you become like signatory or new media project, even your background actors have to be in SAG. I'm like, oh, I'm like, no. <laughs> I'm like, God, no. I was like, I don't, I don't want to be limited by who I can and cannot put on or right. audition. Mm-hmm. Um, and we're not union yet, and we're we're killing it. We're doing mm-hmm. shit, you mm-hmm. know. So um, that's that was a big reason for us, so, you know, why we said, okay, let's let's hold off. Okay, and that's what we talked about. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then I gave him some game on why you should, right? Mm-hmm. So you and I talk about it all. I think I think I've mentioned her. I said Lisa and I always talk about how um, you have to invest in your future. You do. Yes. You want to be a pro. You want to be respected. There's something about that title behind you, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, every writer who's a screenwriter is trying to get into the writer's guild. If you have the opportunity to get in, why not get in? Okay, you just said something about, and we're just talking here. So I'm, I'm not in any way cutting anything you're talking about. I'm really trying to talk from a viewpoint of devil's advocate, talking to some, so somebody out there can get some game. You guys are at a position where you could. You didn't. Here's why. I'm in a position where I'm in there and I'm telling you, here's why you should. Right. So anybody listening, don't take it in any negative way. Mm-hmm. All right. So um, where I'm going with this is you guys had the opportunity to get in. You choose not to. Um, my thing is you want to play with the big boys. You want to be with the big boys. You need to invest in your future. So if it caused for you to fill out the, <clears throat> the, the paperwork to get yourself into the union the thing that you're missing the most, like Terry's allowing you guys to come to a couple of meetings and, you know, to hang out with us. I don't know who you guys sat next to that night, but it might have been some freaking co-EP on some show. Yeah. You know, you guys are missing all the op- that you would probably never get in any other circumstance unless you went to some panel and they're on the panel. You know what I mean? Where else do you go where a room full of writers who all probably just about have agents and mm-hmm. signed the CAA and ICM. Yeah. You know what I mean? You're missing the, those are become your new friends. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And that is why I'm always encouraging people. And I'm sure there's lots of other reasons that somebody else would go, Hillary, you forgot to say about this. I'm just generalizing mm-hmm. here. Just things that hit me off the top of my head 
Go ahead. Yeah. Well, I'm just going to say, if I'm being completely <laughs> honest, after that conversation, the very next day, I emailed signatories. I was like, hey, you know, picking this back up. <laughs> I, was like, yeah. Yeah. I was like, picking this back up. Because um, you did drop truth and knowledge, and I believe in speaking truth to power. So, yeah, we're going to we're gonna start that process. It's only a matter of time. So, the next Good. time we're on that's, this show, that's fine. we'll mm-hmm. be signatory. You know what I mean? But at least you guys have a show now. Now, now, now you have some weight behind you. You guys are going to learn a lot from this. Mm-hmm. So, Maybe, in essence, it was good for you to wait for season two mm-hmm. to come back, right, um, with Signatory, yeah. getting SAG actors. It's not that deep. Mm-hmm. Um, you could do Deferred if you want. There's mm-hmm. all kind of things you can do. And even even the, the, the actors, um, you said something earlier about they said even um, the extras. Background. Even the mm-hmm. extras have to be SAG. Well, you still can make one of them, one of your friends be be one of them and give them their little exactly. Taft Hartley, whatever you call it. You know yeah. what I mean? Mm-hmm. So they're, what do they call it? They're, Taft Hartley. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So you still can do that. Mm-hmm. So it's not like, oh, well, I can't even use the extras I want. It's like, yeah. no, motherfucker, you just can say, I couldn't find anybody. I had to hire e- this guy. Exactly. <laughs> they don't know. Exactly. I'm just going to be real. I'll say that on okay. there. Okay. Uh, <laughs> I've done this shit. Um, <laughs> my name was John at the time. Though. I don't oh, know. my God. <laughs> but no, I just think that's an interesting thing because um, I was trying to um, convince the um, producer of this new pilot that I'm working on to, to do it, and now he did it. So that's why I'm always trying to encourage people to do it if you can. Yeah. Go ahead. He's happy he did it, right? He, he's well, happy. He, he has goals to be in there. Yeah. So, you know what I mean? You want to be a professional writer. Right. You know, it's like if you had a chance to get in the DGA, why the fuck wouldn't you mm-hmm. try to do it? Because it cost you a couple of dollars or it mm-hmm. cost you some time doing the paperwork or you just didn't want to, oh, now we got to go through all the... You know, right, right. You know what I mean? When you could be hanging over there at Paris Barclay and them. <laughs> you know what I mean? So you need to be yeah. investing in your future. You know what I mean? So that's just my thought. And somebody else mm-hmm. may disagree who's listening to this, you know, and I'm cool with that. You know? I, they can meet me outside. No, but, you know. <laughs> <laughs> We're focused. We're going to make it <laughs> I know you are. You guys... And I think that was why I wanted to have you guys on because I think you guys have something. You know, look at that energy. They just have that. I know. But this is what I want to know. Okay, we talked about some of the intersections that the show touches upon, but tell me what the show really is about. Like, you touch upon some things, but tell me who's the protagonist? Who, who is the hero right, of the story? I want to know because I'm ready to see this. All right, so... Um, mm, I guess the show's gonna come out, so I can kind of give it away. Uh, well, you don't have to. You can just. You can just. You could give us. You know, the, the you little, can just talk about the yeah. characters and like, you know, yeah. who yeah. they are. You know, so like our main character, um, he's he's flawed. Like, have you ever met someone that's like good intentions, but usually just goes about it the wrong way? Mm-hmm. Like, you know. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I was stretching him. I was just stretching my arm. You know who I was when you said that? It made me think about the kid, the black kid on um, How to Get Away with Murder. Yes. With good intentions. Yes. 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 Yeah. So, you know, our main character, he wants it all. He's flawed. He's um, a little bit of an ego. He's, you know, and he was in love with one person. Now he's with someone else. So he kind of flip flops. And then, um, these characters were kind of inspired by like real people. So mm-hmm. because the there's like this agency play and setting where my character and some other characters work at this agency. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, you're in it. Yes. Oh, that's right. I forgot yes. you're an actor too. Yes, mm-hmm. I am an actor. Hello. So you know, so like you know, the one guy, the other black guy at the agency who can't you know associate himself with you. This does happen because like there's not too many of us to 
there to begin with. Yeah. So got a diverse and spread. You know, mm-hmm. Why can't we come together? Mm-hmm. So there's that friend of me character. You know, the one that doesn't yeah. give the head now when you walk exactly. in like, hey, what's up? It's they like, just look at you like, oh, mm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, I'm also playing Leah. Oh, you're in the tent? Yeah. Oh, now she owns screen. Okay. <laughs> Plug. <laughs> but no, but um, yeah, I'm one of the best friends of the characters, like a four, four group, it's four people, I'm sorry, and a group of friends, and mm-hmm. they're really close. They're, not everyone's in the agency world, mm-hmm. um, but they kind of just bounce each other out. You'll be able to see, you know, the arguments, the fights, the love between them, but it's like a very genuine friendship, and mm-hmm. to keep each other going, because mm-hmm. like you said, in L.A., how are you able to do so? You need friends. You need a core. And so it's very important that you'll see and be able to connect with what they're going through, who mm-hmm. they are as people, mm-hmm. and how like they just the relationship goes. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And um, another just important character is um, his name is Sean. So he's, he plays my boss, right? So a lot of um, young people in college right now, they think, okay, I'm going to graduate, go get a job, and I'm going to run the show. It does mm-hmm. not work like that. Mm-hmm. My boss is like... And they, they went about this very they broke me down to build me back up you know oh, it was my first job out of college mm-hmm. so obviously i was on one you know mm-hmm. quinnipiac was pumping me up so uh-huh. I was like, you know i was coming in he there i was coming like, in like hey, i'm and walking like, on water like uh, jesus i am like, the second coming like, we don't care if you graduate with a 3.9 gpa mm-hmm. we don't care who you know okay. you know uh, go get our mail and coffee and make sure you're here on time. Okay. <laughs> so I'm Humble very fortunate. Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Show slice. So, Dig in. Um, um, what is it? I think it's starve the ego, feed the soul. Mm-hmm. So um, I learned that. You know. Mm-hmm. So and now, now look at me. <laughs> mm-hmm. And you have a very calm. I mean, I, I haven't spent much time with you, mm-hmm. but you have a very calm demeanor. Yeah. Um, you guys have a nice yin and yang because she, when she talks, she's like 20 miles an hour. Yeah, she's yeah, like, yeah, blah, 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 blah. Uh, she kind of reminds me of Lena Waithe a little bit. Just yeah, in, in, yeah, in, in your yeah. demeanor, yeah. Yeah. you know, and how you talk and, you know, mm-hmm. super smart. And she just kind of gets yeah. in, right? Um, um, you caught me on a good day. I'm calm today. <laughs> <laughs> calm? <laughs> you said calm. I was like, oh. He, he turns up. That's funny. Well, what I, what I like ahead. about what I'm hearing about the series, I like the fact that it takes place as an agency. Because a lot of times you see a lot of shows or web series and they're taking place whether it's actors or singers. But the fact that you have these people who are learning how to help other people, the creatives, get into it and to see that other side of the business, mm-hmm. to see young people who are agents and happen yeah. to – you know, it's kind of like you're giving away, like not not giving away secrets, but you're actually showing us, okay, this is what happens when yeah, he's trying to get an actor. This yeah. is how it works because yeah. these are the agencies, and even some of the 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 PS that people have to go through as mm-hmm. actors, it's the same stuff when you're trying to work your way up the ladder with an agency, sure. working on the other side of the business. Mm-hmm. I love yeah. that. And people tend to think that it's like always just like usually the big agencies that you go that go through this, but mm-hmm. even like the small management companies mm-hmm. agencies. Sure. I was an intern at one of them, uh-huh. and. Okay. I did a lot of script coverage. I went to school for this. I was like, you know, pr- pretty much just like trained to do this, mm-hmm. you know. Right, and so right. I didn't go in with the ego, right. but I knew what I was talking about. Mm-hmm. And I never forget the first day, my boss, like <laughs> legit, like <laughs> James is like, look at James's number over here. Like okay. called me out in front of like all the interns when I did really? script coverage because I I do like very thorough, you know, yeah, script I mean, coverage, right. you right. know, yeah, and so Detailed. yeah, and then mm-hmm. the grammar was everywhere, it was crazy, spelling was wrong, and mm-hmm. it was just like not making sense. And I made notes of these, and I handed it into my boss mm-hmm. in front of all the interns. He's like, 
but what is this? I was like, what do you mean? That is script coverage. This is not the format I gave you. Um, this is wrong. I didn't actually do this. I didn't actually do that. Like, you wrote you're supposed to read it. Yeah, you just read it and say if you liked it or not, pretty much. Damn. And yeah, I was like. Wait, did he at least give you a template? Like, this is the this is how we like our coverage yeah. to be? Or was it like, I followed the do temp- this coverage? I followed the template. He did give me one. I followed it. But he just he looked at it and said, this You just went not- all extra. Yeah. Okay. I guess. He, you know? I guess he'd be used to the interns yeah. who ain't doing the. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And I was just like, well, okay. And so he just called me out. And he just like, okay, whatever. And so the next day, mm-hmm. you know, of course, I called my mom. And I'm like, oh, my gosh, mom, I messed up my first day. And mm-hmm. all this stuff. She's like, it's okay. You know, you know how mothers do. Mm-hmm. Um, I come the next day, like, my head down. Like, oh, shit, I got to come back to this. And luckily, it was so funny. In front of the interns, he said, oh, by the way, Ashley, I, you know, I, t- I told uh, the director about, not director, the writer about your notes. I gave it to him. And he loved it. He fucking loved it. I gave it to him. I shared it with him. He said, this is like the best notes i ever got. Wait, wait. Mm-hmm. And did you say, uh, could I have that writer put that in writing? <laughs> yeah, yeah. And so I can funny. put that in my file. Thank you. After I graduated, <laughs> I came back out here and worked with the same boss mm-hmm. at another production company. Well, mm-hmm. another, I'm sorry, manager company. Um, had me read. I was his go-to. He sent every script to me. And I read him, gave him feedback. He's, he got to the point where it's like, read this. If you like it, I like it. If you don't, I don't. They and trust he, you. Yeah. yeah. He shared That's my important. notes with all the mm-hmm. writers. They loved it. And they kept going, kept going. And he's a, someone I look up to, a mentor, and someone mm-hmm. I talk with every day. And see, that's, that's what happened to me when I started going to the Writers Guild. Um, I started befriending people. Mm-hmm. And they'd be like, you read the script for me? I'm talking EPs. Yeah. <laughs> you know what exactly. I mean? Yeah. I read some shit. They'd be mm-hmm. like, dude, your fucking notes are so detailed. Mm-hmm. The yes. way you go, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Yeah, you and can't then, slack on that. Yeah. Right. Yeah, yeah and that's kind of how I got, you know, on this, uh, writing this pilot with this showrunner right now that I'm mm-hmm. writing with yeah. from the same thing. He was like, you're fucking, you're in the room, boy. You know what I mean? It right. just kind of happened like right. that. So anyway, Now, look, this, this is my little funny thing. So when you're in there reading these scripts, did it drive you crazy when you would read, like, from professional people mm-hmm. who got agents and shit? Oh, Didn't gosh. it get you mad when you would see, like, typos and grammatical yes. errors and misspellings and shit? And you were like, yeah. y'all out here sweating us yeah. to be perfect. But you see someone from these top... God, that used to piss me you off. No, me too. Like, I was, like, like I said, in University of Michigan and my... my uh my, one of my mentors and one of my professors, I'm Jim Bernstein, mm-hmm. he was so adamant about spelling. You do not turn in shit. You don't turn in poor writing. Mm-hmm. You don't turn in bad spelling. You correct everything, you know? Mm-hmm. And so it was just embedded in me to always do that. Yes. So when I saw that, I'm like, I can't get my shit through the door, but this is like Thank horrible. You. I'm reading mess. <laughs> okay. Like, it's just ridiculous. So oh it my was, God. It was like horrible for the like next three months just reading horrible scripts. Mm-hmm. And just like, I don't know. And it's the fact that these horrible scripts, they got agents and shit. They got like, agents, which... managers make money. And <sighs> yeah. And this is what they're turning on. Yeah. yeah well, exactly. you, you, you guys said, because both of you guys are pretty much working in the same type of business now, right? Mm-hmm. For, for your day job. Mm-hmm. So what made you leave the agency or the management company mm-hmm. and go do that as opposed to sticking around? What, what happened mm-hmm. for you? If you No, for me, I was just there just to get the experience, the mm-hmm. business experience. I was never there. I didn't never want to be an agent or a manager or anything mm-hmm. like that. I knew I wanted to be a creative. You know, that's who I sure. was. You know, so leaving essentially... I left because I needed to work at my job more. I needed money, you know, out mm-hmm. here by yourself and mm-hmm. stuff like that. So that's why I left because I was like, like Jameson said, we want to, we want to do these things so we create the opportunities for ourselves. Mm-hmm. And so that's what I was doing: just continue mm-hmm. writing, continue directing, reaching out to people, uh, doing a lot of set work, meeting people on set. Mm-hmm. Um, so it was never my goal to stay in a management company right. or agency. So okay. see, I yeah. think that's why they're going to do so much better than some of our people from. 
the generations for, before us oh. and after because a lot of times, like I said, people get in a situation and they got that job and mm-hmm. they're afraid to like make exactly. that break. Like, oh, I got to yeah. hold no opportunities. And the fact that they're so willing, like, you know what? I'm just here to learn and peace, yeah. you know? <laughs> you know and funny. then making their own opportunities. That's such a different mindset than it's funny. I was, I was talking 10 years ago about, and I'm not throwing them under the bus. I'm just talking in general. I was talking to Bruce Rose, the guy from Screenplay Festival mm-hmm. yesterday. I went to lunch with him uh, or coffee. And <clears throat> he's a doctor by day, but he writes these fucking badass crime. We read his script. It's bad. Mm-hmm. Um, these badass like crime thrillers. Mm-hmm. And um, I was talking to him about, I was like, dude, why the fuck don't you move? And I looked, I saw his ring. I'm always studying people. Mm-hmm. I was like, so, okay, look, I'm going to tell you your problem right now. You're married. You're a doctor. You got three or four kids. Mm-hmm. I mean, I told him before he even told me. Mm-hmm. I knew exactly what was wrong. He's got all the things to be a great writer. Right. You know, just sweet, really nice, um, very likable, if that's mm-hmm. a word. We like relatable better. Mm-hmm. But, you know, mm-hmm. um, and can write his ass off, but is afraid to come here because of his family, mm-hmm. kids, if there's something yeah. holding him back. But exactly. this is a dude in his 40s, you know what I mean? He's got a career. You know, mm-hmm. he makes a lot of money being a doctor. Mm-hmm. Why would he give? And I said, you can't be a doctor here. He's like, well, the kids. Are so we went through this whole thing, and I was like, okay, you're going to have to find your B plan. Mm-hmm. What is going to be your B plan to get you here more often? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? He didn't tell me he's going to come here for almost a year now. He finally came this weekend. Mm-hmm. You know, I said, you have to put yourself in the position of, and I'm generalizing. I'm just using them as an example. Right. Um, I said, you have to put yourself in the position of your management, your agent, or whoever. And they're like, they send your script out. Two days later, your agent, you guys know from working in agencies, your agent's like, oh, we'd love to meet this guy mm-hmm. tomorrow. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what I mean? First thing in the morning. <laughs> First kind of, I can squeeze him here. in. Okay. You can't come that fast. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So why would I sign you? I Go just, ahead. I just what want to say, say one thing. I am a risk taker. I don't so like I. being comfortable. Mm-hmm. When CAA called me and said you're hired and said he had two weeks, I had two weeks to load up that car, ship it out, buy the plane yeah. ticket, and I was out there. Um, so to anyone listening, you know, think about pursuing their dreams, I say just go for it. You only mm-hmm. get one life, and I like to live my life. Another word that comes to mind is urgency. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know where we go after this, but I'm mm-hmm. going to make this moment the best possible right. moment. And if you get to the next live and you figure out, oh, I can do that, that's fine. But for right now. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah. That's funny. So, and I think yeah. that's a really good place to be because Hollywood, I'm telling you, Lisa and I have been here Holly for weird. a long time. I've been here since 1996. Mm. Okay, I started off as an actor like you guys did. Mm-hmm. And I have watched people come and go. People last here for about two, maybe three years, mm-hmm. and they're fucking gone. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. They're gone. And if you leave thinking you're coming back, you probably more than 99% yeah. won't come back. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's a trip. I want to ask you Go ahead, question. sure. Your faith. Do you, do you have faith? I have do a you... ton of faith. I'm not like God faith. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, that's just my personal yeah. thing. I think a lot of it, just being honest, since we're friends, we're sitting is is about being a gay man and the shit that's in the Bible that says that I'm a wrong mm-hmm. motherfucker when mm-hmm. I know all I do is right. Mm-hmm. You know, I've been in my relationship for almost 14 years, totally monogamous. So nice. you can't tell me I'm doing something wrong when my straight friends can't even keep a fucking relationship. Mm-hmm. You know, where is mm-hmm. where is the wrong in my love for my fucking partner that I love? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So, but but spiritually, yeah. Here's an example. I still pray to God if mm-hmm. that makes sense. Mm-hmm. But it's not in the way that normally people pray. Mm-hmm. For instance, 
When I, when I knew my people always ask me how do I know my partner was the right person for me. <clears throat> we went on our first trip to Phoenix, where he's from, and we got in a car and I took his hand. Every, t- every time I get in my car, it's my car sitting outside. Mm-hmm. Every time I get in my car, I say a prayer. Just what I do. Maybe it's because of how we've raised. Mm-hmm. You say a little prayer, whatever, mm-hmm. before you eat and all that. Other. I say a little prayer. So I grabbed his hand and I put my hand down and I peeked over and he had his head down. I went, that's the one for me. Mm-hmm. You feel me? Oh. All my other wow. partners, my boyfriends, they'd be like, go ahead. Right? Ash- mm-hmm. Ashley and I, we prayed before we came up here. Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah, we prayed. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's why we prayed. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, carry a, I carry an altar in my glove compartment. Do you really? I really do. I believe you. Y'all yeah, I got my sage. <laughs> I got my tobacco. I got my stuff up in there. I got the little rum for Papa Label when I need to. Like, look, I need to like pour one out for. Yeah, I carry a portable, a portable. Altar. But, but why do you ask? Mm-hmm. What, what was that about? Um, because I'm a very spiritual person, mm-hmm. and you know, is yours God spiritual or is it just uh, spiritual? No, spiritual. But I believe in God. I, mm-hmm. I pray. I pray. I find myself praying when I'm working out. When I'm, you know, serving, I pray. Um, but the thing I just want to say, my parents, yeah, they're religious, but they never forced religion on me, okay. you know. And the one thing that my mom gave me that I still have, she gave me a small little Bible. She goes, wherever you go, just make sure you have this on you. So, mm-hmm. I, um, and I, and the reason why I ask is because there's no going back to Connecticut for me. Like okay, I'm yeah. here to stay. It has to be. Yeah, mm-hmm. you know, I'm committed be. and invested, yeah. and I believe my faith. That's why I called my production company Crazy Faith. Yeah, it's crazy faith, yeah. not because it's a spirit uh, right. religious thing right. you know, it's just like to to succeed in this business it's crazy mm-hmm. you have to have crazy faith yeah. mm-hmm. I love that. Just wanted to plug. But they talk like they grown. No, you know what? It's it's one of those things you do. Like, because I remember when I was like in seventh grade, I I remember I was in typing class, and I purposely learned not to type because my thought was this: I thought if I learn how to type. That means I might get in a job mm. where I might Secretary. have to type, and then I might, no, seriously, I might stay there out of comfort. Oh. And so in seventh grade, I made a decision, I'm not going to type, so whatever I'm going to do, I'm going to be a writer. I mean, I know you got to type to write, but mm. I can handpick a motherfucker <laughs> when I need to. And like, literally, that has always been my thing. And it's like, I'm so glad at seventh grade I made that decision, because there's so many opportunities where I could have been like, well, I could have worked here and done this kind of administrative job mm. and did all this stuff. But I just, something just told me, like, you are going to be a famous writer one day, and you will have people type that up. So so you would do what you got to do to pass this class, but we are not going to be stuck in positions and jobs. And so I've always made sure that way there was no going back. There was no going back. There was no way for me to fall. I had nothing to fall back on except for what I am meant to do. And that, like you said, it takes crazy faith to do that because so many people have like, well, I can always go back and do that. But when you have that, you're always going to waffle and you're always going to be like, well, and you're not really going to be that deeply committed. Like there's no going back for me. I, I, if I don't make it as a writer or do all this other, I mean, I got skills to do other stuff, but mm-hmm. in terms of what I really want to do. You make your altar or some shit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> let, me, let me just yeah. back up just a little bit. Mm-hmm. We, we come, we're coming into the, um, yeah. to mm-hmm. the end, as mm-hmm. we like to say, black folks say the end. Mm-hmm. Um, I do. Um, <laughs> shut up. <laughs> I I stop, stop, stop trying to read my mind. Like, I'm, I'm looking over you. here now. She be staring at me like, yeah. <laughs> like, uh-huh. That's she my, call him, no. call me all kind of That's names. my attentive <laughs> listening look. <laughs> Motherfucker. <Yeah. laughs> I'm listening. Um, let me just go back to, so when you guys decided to make this project, mm-hmm. talk about some of the, um, um, not trials and tribulations, but, you know, what, what was the... The, the, the pattern to getting it there because it took place as an agency so you guys had to find an office or something oh I mean, let's talk about some of that stuff you guys needed so that um, the kids out there can learn what they need to learn what oh did you guys gosh. do 
It is. Because that's one of is, my specialties is helping people find locations. Right. It is as hard as you think it is and more. It really is. Like, Jameson and I spent <clears throat> weeks upon weeks upon weeks, like, with no money, mm-hmm. stayed up to 4 o'clock in the morning, falling asleep at my place, just working, cranking things out. Um, he would send me the the scripts on Word, and I'll put them through Final Cut. Mm-hmm. Um, then we'll, I mean, not Final Cut, Final, Final Draft, I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. And then we'll give them out to people, send them out to our actors. But finding the actors, like, going through cats, finding the space to audition mm-hmm. actors. We were the casting directors. We were location scouts. We were everything. <laughs> Tell you, know? you, you got to be everything. You, you have to right. legit be every mm-hmm. single thing. Mm-hmm. And, 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 like, a lot of it is just, like, James has said earlier, just like having each other, you know, to fall back on and like sure, having yeah. that support. Yeah. But um, putting out casting notices, spending like hours upon hours, seeing several people, yes. hundreds of people over and over and callbacks and stuff like that. So and did you, and did then you, mixing them up to read against yes, each other, like yes. figuring out yes. which did you guys yeah. cast before you even found your locations and stuff, or what did you do? Yeah, we cast first and then we looked okay. for locations. We were mm-hmm. kind of doing all everything at one time, like <laughs> just like it worked out. And then, like, my, my friend, um, I met at uh, University of Michigan. We worked together. Mm-hmm. Um, he's, he's out here as well, Orange County. His name is Nate Searcy, and we use his dad's office space. Mm-hmm. Thank okay, God. Cool. He's um, the president of a company, so mm-hmm. we use that for the office nice. and the agency. Yeah. Yeah. So that we lucked out and just, like, knowing people for houses and yeah. stuff like that, meeting people and mm-hmm. reaching out to old friends and stuff like that for just, like, cars maybe mm-hmm. or just, like, locations and houses and things like that. And, and see, this is, what, been, this is what I'm always telling people. I didn't mean to interrupt mm-hmm. you. I'm always telling young filmmakers, you're going to make a project. Mm -hmm. One of the things I always do before I even write something, Mm -hmm. if I know I'm planning to shoot it, I start thinking about what are my resources. Exactly. Exactly. Oh, a friend of mine owns a cool-ass restaurant. Okay, I'm going to write that. You know what I mean? Yes. I start thinking about the elements that I have, Mm -hmm. the set pieces that I could write to. A lot of people write to it. And don't have them. Exactly. Mm-hmm. So then they get yeah. stuck. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then they have these movies and these probably mm-hmm. good scripts just sitting there for years. Right. Because they overcompensated, if you will. So mm-hmm. true. But, but they didn't do what you did. They didn't take the time to go, mm-hmm. wait a minute. If I had just asked my friend who actually has a doctor's office, can I just come in there at like midnight for like three hours? You know what I mean? Exactly. They don't do After that. hours. Yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. But go ahead. Yeah. Um, but yeah. Going back to we're just everything mm-hmm. <laughs> ourselves, you know? Yeah. You want no, no, honestly, she actually said it all. Um, such a tedious process. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, we we call it alley hoop. Like, I, need, I just need you to take over. <laughs> it's alley hoop, you know, I need you to step up and just yes. get it done. And, you know, thankfully, we have the type of relationship where we're so honest and direct. That, you know, I can feel that from yeah. you guys too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, yo, I just need you to get this done. But um, I thank God for Ashley because you know she she knew the DP because she worked with the DP on a on a film set. Mm-hmm. You know, and I was just like, so it's really about knowing how having the network, but knowing who in your network to reach out to. Totally. You know, <clears throat> if you can't do that, if you can't identify the people in your network, then it's, what good is that network? Mm-hmm. Totally. Mm-hmm. I mean, like, I keep a not a Rolodex, but I got like a file of. Every different, like, you know, caterers, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It's just like down the list, DPs, mm-hmm. and if I got 20, you know what I mean? Who would work for $200 a day? Mm-hmm. Who would work for free mm-hmm. if I really needed right. it? Who would work, you know what I mean? Right. You got to really be detailed about that in the independent world mm-hmm. because, um, like, for instance, on this pilot that we're shooting, the DP it's usually like eight to a thousand dollars a day, mm-hmm. and the f- I came in late as the producer to help him put it all together, because mm-hmm. um, he let he 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 fired his other producer, and the first thing I did was call the DP and have a long talk with him, mm-hmm. and I got him down to three fifty a day, mm-hmm. which yeah. which is a big jump, right? So what it right. did was, let me one second. 
what it did was gain the what it did was gain the confidence of my of my executive producer. But like, wow, this dude, mm-hmm. I, I did the right thing. You know, then I brought on my line producer for a, cert, for a smaller fee that he'd usually do really need to help do all the SAG work. All the, you know what I mean? You could do that stuff. Mm-hmm. That way you don't have to do it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Let them handle their business. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Go ahead. The one thing I just want to say cause sure. is that hearing you say all that, it's like you don't get what you want. You get what you negotiate. Right. You get what you negotiate. Right. Absolutely. You know, right. And if, yes. you, if you don't. Right. <laughs> Wake up, people. You get what you negotiate. Absolutely. You know? But people don't and, ask. Yeah. You know, people say, hey, how much would you charge to know? No. You got to go to me yeah. like, hey, I'm working on this project. Mm-hmm. Here's what we have in a budget for you. And I always go down 50 to to $100 because mm-hmm. yeah, exactly. I need a room. Exactly. Yeah. You know what I mean? Watching Jameson, like, he will negotiate. And I okay. love that. I'm like, honestly, like, talking about me, I'm talking about you. Like, for a second, like, he has definitely taught me and showed me that mm-hmm. you get what you negotiate mm-hmm. and you work the room like all these things are so very important and Absolutely. having these people in your network and be able to reach out when you need something mm-hmm. when you reach out make sure you have something to say some, something you need to talk about you know what yeah. i mean mm-hmm. and it's just like so funny like if i have an issue i'd be like jameson oh, i'll take care of it mm-hmm. you know like get them on the phone and mm-hmm. boom and it's like boom 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 you know, mm-hmm. that, that's that skill set, like the mm-hmm. agency mindset he has, yeah. that gets, it gets shit done. It helps. You know, yeah. it definitely does it help. Yeah. And so we're just like balancing each other out, learning from each other has been like just excellent. And so wow. like having as a partner, mm-hmm. just a friend has been great, you know, so. Yeah. See, mine is yeah. trial and error. Mm-hmm. Mine is yeah. working on a project where we paying a damn DP $900 mm-hmm. a day. And I'm yeah. like, this dude is sitting down letting all his first oh, we, AC's And we had that too. We had you know, things like that too. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm like, oh no, I'm never paying his ass. That, you know? yeah. So I'm yeah. like, I'm yeah. the one negotiating next time. Mm-hmm. Right. So that's how I learned right. how to do that. And you start to learn what people should be getting anyway for that. Mm-hmm. You're making a fucking web series. Why do they need $900 a day for a web series? You know what yeah. I mean? Right. Whatever. Right. You're lucky if I'm going to give you three. Uh, you're lucky if I'm going <laughs> to give you... You're lucky if I'm going to give you one Say it. Please say it. Please you know what I mean? Yeah. If I'm shooting a web series, I'm paying you maybe $150, $200 a day. Right, mm-hmm. yeah. Maybe. Mm-hmm. You know exactly. what I mean? But if I'm shooting a pilot, you might make your three fifty mm-hmm. a day. Whatever, but... Mm-hmm. You know, it's and small. It, yeah, and a lot of, like you said earlier, goes back to just like genuine friendships and mm-hmm. people you know in your right. network who, like you said, has to be authentic, you know? Yes. And if you have that with somebody, they will work with you. Oh my mm-hmm. gosh, they work with you. Our DP has been like excellent, has been great. That's good. Um, so fortunately, we definitely had a lot of luck on our side and a lot of, you know, blessings and things yeah. like that. So, mm-hmm. okay. so very happy. But. Cool. Yeah. Well, let's, let's wrap this up. Um, the, the, so let's tell the kids about your show mm-hmm. one more time. Where can they find it? You the know. B team, social media, the links, yeah. Twitter. So the B team comes out on March 25th. It's going to okay. come out via YouTube. Um, It'll we, be about a week after, or not even a week after, yeah. um, before this comes out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So. yeah, that's yeah. So we're, we are up on Twitter. It's called Watch the B Team on Twitter. Okay. On Instagram, it's Watch the B Team. <laughs> on Facebook, it's, it's Watch, Watch the, the B Team. Okay. So yeah, March twenty fifth, and then my personal Twitter for those I love to tweet is at yes, Jameson Shaylees. Okay, so. J A M E S O N C H E R I L E. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Yeah. For um, my I, I'm just now getting into the whole Twitter thing. I mm. never really got into it, but I'm learning. Get into it. Um, mine is. I got all the kids. I'm an addict. I'm a Twitter addict. I can't help it. This one's a Twitter head. Okay. This no, really? because there's so many people around the world who are fascinated, enter, and they got something to say, and I'm on it. That's true. That, <laughs> that is know? very true. Especially yeah. with film projects <laughs> and actors and live tweeting projects mm. and stuff. Yeah. Like a lot of people don't. Realize, like, if you get people talking about 
out your mm-hmm. stuff. You know, that's, that's so, yeah. the key. That's the mm-hmm. key. Um, yeah. My, get your oh, Twitter handle. Come on okay. <laughs> no, my my Twitter is Ash Willie. No, it's Ash Willie Willis. A S H W I L L I E. W-I-L-L-I-S. So I can tweet you, be like, why ain't you tweeting? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Where are you at? <laughs> I hear from him all the time, like, oh, actually, you going to tweet? I don't know how to so. use it right. I only promote the show or blast something. Yeah. I'm, I don't understand. It's taking some time. You know, yeah. I don't know how to do quotes. I'm like, am I supposed to quote that? I'm supposed to say that? Oh, yeah. I just leave things. I'm, from, I'm my phone doesn't for me. Like, I'll click on something, and it's like I'll put up the... The we the retweet button, mm-hmm. but it also said you can quote this, you can retweet it. Which one do you want to do? It lets me choose. So that one's easy, but it takes me some time when I'm on a computer. So yeah, yeah. <laughs> or Instagram, lift two fierce. Yeah, L I P S number two fierce. Are you guys on Facebook at all? Yes, yeah. okay. we are on Facebook. Okay. okay, Instagram is James and Shaley. Okay. So mm-hmm. yeah. Oh, no, you were, you were just saying thank you to me. Oh yeah, yeah. Okay, so now it's time to praise. <laughs> just, just just quickly. No, honestly, I want to say. Genuine, right? We met for like we spoke for forty minutes. Hasn't even said, been a week. Yeah, I know. Yeah. He said, yeah. "Come be a part of the show." So it's yeah. it's rare that people, both of you guys, mm-hmm. you know. So yeah. thank you. No one. We've been reaching out to a lot of people. Yes. Mm-hmm. No yeah. one has given us uh, this opportunity, and I'm forever grateful. And so uh, when you ever win an yeah. Oscar someday, at least let us sit in the nosebleed seats. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm going to bring you guys on stage. Okay. No, well, let, me, let me ask you one, one quick question, mm-hmm. both of you. So what, what's your goal? What you guys want to do? Yes. Um, what's... Um, you guys want to get more into TV? What's, you know, you guys more focused on film? I didn't get into that at all. So my goal, I, I want to act. I'm a performer. I did theater in college, and mm-hmm. I'm using writing, my writing abilities and skills as a vehicle to get me there. That's I smart. went... Uh, Hundred auditions and hearing no, no, no. You're, mm-hmm. You know, you're too this, you're too that. And I was like, you know what? I'm not waiting for anyone to tell me that I'm good looking enough. That's why I started I'm my company. Yeah, okay. yeah. I was like, I'm gonna yeah. do this. Mm-hmm. So right. yeah, I want to act and you know write and but act. Yeah, good for you. Um, write direct. Want to mm-hmm. write direct? Um, I, essentially, I would love to end up like in the writing room. You know, or a writer's assistant. That is very hard to do. You know, it's very very long process. You have to know people. Um, but I want to be a writer director. Mm-hmm. Well, I might, hmm, I might be able to hook you up with something. We'll see. Oh, hmm. uh, well, we'll see. Well, <laughs> then in that case, yeah, you guys heard it here. Do not edit this out. So, <laughs> so no, also for we'll coming for me, thank you as well for inviting us back. Like the Absolutely. very next day, we wrote you, you were on top of it. You, you sent us all the information. It was excellent. Like we, like we said, we've never really heard back that quickly and like that genuinely from anybody. So, but, but Lisa and I are. Teachers, instructors mm-hmm. by nature. You okay, know, that's, perfect. That's what we do. She's taught me a lot. Mm-hmm. So I'm one of those people. You talk about follow through. Mm-hmm. That is me to the hundred hundred percent. Same. Did you see today? Same. Do you see tomorrow? Lisa is always mm-hmm. the same person. Mm-hmm. Always. You know what I mean? Consistency. I try to be consistent. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So yes. yeah. it doesn't do us any good. But yeah, call me. And you know, if I call me, but I mean, yeah. You know, <laughs> yeah. you follow through to me. Now it's on me. Right. 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 To at least, yeah. How hard can it be? Mm-hmm. We talk about all this. How hard can it be to email, call, text? If you don't want to do any of them, do either. Mm-hmm. You don't want to call me, text me. You don't want to text me, email me. You want to email me, right. tweet me. Right. Whatever yeah. you mean, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. There's no reason not to respond. Yeah. yeah. Or at least you know? text a sec. You know what? I was bullshitting. I'm not going to call you no more. But <laughs> I want to send you this text and let you know. Peace. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. yeah, real quick, on my, I want to end on just saying if you can, check out my YouTube page. Okay, cool. Um It's A L W I L 
Um, just because I'm going to be putting up some new uh, video vlog I'm doing, uh, Willisodes. Um, I tend to carry. Oh, I like that. Willisodes. Yeah. 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 yeah, check that out. Willisodes. Like yeah. That. Nice. So yeah, um, so, um, I always take a camera with me almost everywhere I go, and I'm oh, always recording awesome. things. I've been recording since I came out here, uh, and um, you can find old what, videos. What kind of things are you talking about? Like oh, just like the my daily life. Like it's just okay. like a lot of it now is just focused on how just like my path. Mm-hmm. from coming from Michigan and how I got to where I am now. You see a lot of like, you know, the ups and downs of it all. Get to my apartment and having money and things like that mm-hmm. and, you know, relying on my family to help me that. out. Yeah. And so, yeah, it's very it's very real, very authentic and very It's genuine. free, freeing too, and it's, it? Yeah, it, it, yeah, it really is. And people, mm-hmm. I think, will be able to relate to Therapy. it. Therapy. Right. Exactly. Right. So just to showcase kind of my life a little bit better. <laughs> Willie so, what? Yeah. Willie? Oh, Willis Oads. My last Willisodes. name is Willis. That is so cute. Yeah, I cute. love that. Yeah, yeah Willis right. She gonna make me want to get a video and just, yeah. you know, get the people don't want to follow. No, people don't want to follow my day. And the very last thing I just want to say is that my advice to people out there, because I heard you say consistent, mm-hmm. my philosophy is like it's all about being consistent, persistent, and paying attention, okay. you know, and speak truth to power. So mm-hmm. once again, just thank you. Um, there's a lot of love in this room, so mm-hmm. so grateful. That's well, we're expecting big things from you guys because you young people are about to you, – you make me want to see new stuff, and yes. it just makes me just so happy and proud. It's like, oh, thank God there's hope for this mm-hmm. industry. New voices, yeah. new stories. I'm so excited about that. Mm-hmm. So, And check out the B team, y'all. Yes. yes. So, Lisa – you got something for her? Yeah, so uh, let me let me back. do the clapback. Now, the clapback, fam, you know, it's been a while. But the clapback, basically, when something happens, mm-hmm. whether it's in the industry or in the world, I got to say something. It could be a positive <laughs> clapback. I love you. It's sometime awesome. It sometime. Or sometimes it's like, I need to let you know why you <laughs> are wrong. And be- but I just want to give a really good, it's a positive clapback. Okay. I want to give a shout out to Sleepy Hollow. They just got picked up for a third oh, season. Good. Well, we knew. So, well, well yeah, you know, that. but it was like for a minute there, I was like concerned because it's mm-hmm. like, okay, everybody else is announcing shows that are being picked up and uh, I need to get my Nicole Bahari mm-hmm. fix, you know. Did so. they kill off Orlando or what happened? Did you find out? He's, he's back. Okay, I was about to say. But I don't know if I can trust him or not. <laughs> I don't know if I can trust. I don't know if I can trust him. That's our show, yeah. You know, yeah. I don't know if I can trust him now. Uh-huh. You know, he thinks he, yeah, I don't know. But I'm really happy about that because it's like one of those few genre shows, lots of people of color. So I'm mm-hmm. really happy about that. Mm-hmm. So congratulations to Nicole Bahari, Tom Ice, and all those people. Uh, but just for a little, little tidbit for season three, uh, <laughs> Uh, I'm gonna need some more people of color in the writers' room besides Albert Kim. Uh, I love Albert Kim. Okay, I love Albert Kim, but it's like we need some more folk in there because uh, season two, mm-hmm. uh, a little shaky. Little shaky, you know. But you know, I know they have a new they have a new showrunner that's coming mm-hmm. in, and you know, with brand new shows, you you know, it takes a while sometimes to find your groove. Yeah, so sometimes there's a new regime. And, yeah, and mm-hmm. sometimes you know what we we have to stop thinking instantaneous. Grooves because a lot of times it takes a long time for a show to find their real authentic voice, and I think we got spoiled in season one. We're so excited, so mm-hmm. you know what? I'm gonna forgive season two, okay? You know, but season three, congratulations to the cast of Sleepy Hollow, Lander, all you guys. Um, I'm looking forward to a new season. And uh, if you ever need uh, somebody to come on and play a supernatural character, uh, I am more than welcome to volunteer. I'll even do it for free. I'll just eat for like a Subway sandwich, uh, some Coca-Cola, and a Sprinkles cupcake. And uh, I'm good. So if you ever need somebody on there, just let me know. Uh, if you need a Nicole Bahari stand-in, I think I'm taller than she is, but uh, I can, uh, you can, I can squat. You can stand <laughs> so that was, uh, That's Lisa, Lisa, Coach Jam, My y'all. sister would love that. She loves Super oh, Hollow. Yeah, she right. loves it. I 
Y'all that need show. to listen to the episode we did with um, Angela and Spiro. Then that's mm-hmm. a really good one because they both. She Angela Allen was one of the writers on Sleepy Hollow mm-hmm. last season, and um, Spiro was one of the writers on Grimm. Mm-hmm. Oh, wow. check out mm-hmm. that one. Sure. Um, so where you at, Lisa? Lisa, Coke I'm there. on Twitter. Hmm. <laughs> what do you say like that for? You can find me on Twitter, and you can also find me on Bitch Flicks, where I write a lot of film and TV you reviews. Would like that, actually, um, yeah. we we write with the intersection of looking at race, gender, class. Uh, you know, people. We, we write about all kinds of stuff, and usually I'm always writing. What you write about, now? What you got? Uh, right now, I just did a piece. It's going to be coming up probably next week. I did mm-hmm. it on uh, Still Alice. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. And um, I have another piece I'm doing pretty soon. Oh, if you check out Bitch Flicks, they're doing an Asian uh, womanhood theme this week. So a lot of the stories that are coming out reviews are dealing with uh, Asian female characters in film and TV. Mm-hmm. So check me out on Bitch Flicks. It's just Lisa Bolakaja, and uh, I'm always on Twitter. Uh, big shout out to Geek Soul Brother, Graveyard Black Shift Man. Sisters, mm-hmm. Black Girl Nerds, mm-hmm. all the homies out there, especially those of us who watch Saturday Night Sci-Fi or Friday Night Horror. <laughs> uh, I missed it last weekend. <laughs> I missed it last weekend. So Geek Soul Brother, forgive me, because uh, for those of us who like our horror and our sci-fi, if you ever want to jump in and, and find some really fun live tweeting, you need to check out um, Friday Night Horror and Saturday Night Sci-Fi. So those are my peeps. Mm-hmm. Okay, all my all my blurs out there and all my regular geeks and folk. Hey, you know we got some good stuff that's coming up, so let's be ready to live tweet. You know we getting ready for next week though. You know what's happening next what's week? Happening? What's happening? It's the season finale of uh, The Walking Dead. Yeah. So uh, mm-hmm. get your nibbles ready. <laughs> get your wine and liquor. Kibbles and bits. Get, Kibbles and yeah, bits. <laughs> get that get that liquor ready in case we got to pour one out from one of the homies who exactly. might not make it there. Uh, and whoever, one last thing, whoever made up that that meme who said that everybody eats Chris. Uh, for the Walking that Dead, was that was jacked. Uh, that was actually pretty hilarious. So I'm mad. I'm mad. I'm mad. I didn't make it up myself. But look, everybody why, eats why Chris. Why they gotta kill him? Because you know the Walking anybody. Dead can only have one black guy. It's like the Highlander. They killed there can him only be one black guy. Oh, you know what? They did. It was the most messed up. You know, I didn't want to say nothing. I didn't want to say nothing. I didn't want to say nothing. I was like, I watched it last night. I watched it again last night before the new episode came on. And I sat there. Wait, wait. I said the same thing. I'm like, out of everybody, y'all be messing up black folk on the show. All I got to say is this. If Michonne get jacked up, I'm coming to your set. <laughs> if Morgan don't show up next season, y'all on some bullshit, The Walking Dead, because y'all teased me in the beginning of the season. You showed me Morgan coming back I'm in. Then you showed him like two episodes. And we ain't heard from this motherfucker yet. So Walking Dead, get your shit together. So with that, <laughs> thank y'all. Get y'all it know, together. Y'all know, how we do, y'all know how we're doing on the rant room. Get it together. Um, I am your host, Hilliard Guest. You guys can find me on Twitter at Hilliard Guest. Um, the show at Screenwriters RR. <clears throat> so please go on iTunes, give us a five star review. My goal is to be in the top 250 this year. So y'all kids need to help promote that shit. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, that'd be just. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, yeah. If y'all got any questions for us, please hit us at screenwritersrantroom at gmail.com. A little quick shout out, a couple of little quick countries, United Kingdom. We're getting so many, so many listeners. We are coming there. to the UK. That's my goal for I next know. year. They need to I'm coming to us. the UK. You know, we need to be over there at, um, um, what's the screen craft? Not screen craft. Um, Blue Cat. Yes. You know, one of them, BAFTA, some shit. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. um, Canada, Brazil, Germany, Australia, France, Singapore, 
Norway, Serbia. What the fuck are we doing in Serbia? Oh my god. Serbia. Hey. Go Serbia. How we got 226 people in Serbia? Because you know what? There are some writers in Serbia who got some stories we need to hear. Okay. Mexico, Yanu, we love Mexico. We love Mexico. India, I love that. Mm. Okay. Uh, Austria, Japan, Jamaica, Ireland, Russian Federation, Ecuador, and China. Those are just the top 20. I didn't even get to the top 70 of them. Okay. Really? We all over the place. Well, congratulations to you, though. Thank you. Thank you. That's awesome. You know, Mm -hmm. we just got to give you some real talk. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So, with that, y'all can join in with us a little 2015. Y'all know how we're doing on the rant room. Well, we have to raise it up because, you know, Larry Wilmore stole our uh, our tagline from the nightly show. He did. Keeping it 100. We're going to have so, a gunsling, by the way. Me and you know, Larry, we're going to go in. We're going to have to like say, hey, yeah. we had that first duel. That's What's right. up? I'll fight it, Larry. What's up? We'll I'll fight. fight Larry. We'll I'll be outside the studio. TV. Okay? We'll be outside. Can we talk to you, Larry Wilmore? What's up, Wu? I called him out right here. I called him. I said it. I said it first. I'm just kidding. We love you, Larry. Keep doing mm-hmm. your show, man. You got to have us on the show, damn it. Okay. Um, so with that, y'all know how we do it on the rant room. We mm-hmm. keep it street. We keep it opinionated. What? And we keep it what? 2015. Peace, y'all. Ciao.